MLB game preview this weekend's game, and then you guys can take some questions. Just continuing with our trend of stressful uh, games and situations, but um, really proud of how the guys finished. We found a way to win, ugly game. I don't know if there's such thing as an ugly win, but we'll we'll take a lot more of them. I don't know if my heart can take it, but um, we looked a little sluggish early. I think that's just coming off the open week, just a little heavy-legged uh, starting out. And um, – Took us a little while to get our legs underneath us and, and really play the way we're capable of. It's kind of the story of the first half and second half, defensively, uh, predominantly, uh, to uh, to finish the way they did was uh, was huge. Men gave our offense chance to overcome some mistakes, the missed field goals, the penalties, uh, just missed opportunities, and and so you got to give uh, our defense a tremendous amount of credit for what they were able to do. I think they gave up seven yards and no points. Uh, on maybe 12 plays in the fourth quarter and, and to create the turnovers and, and, and just continue to give the offense opportunities to, to go down and finish it. Um, struggled to run the game early. We knew they were good up front. I thought we'd run the ball a little bit better, but, you know, we didn't give up on it. We were as patient as we could be, as frustrating as that was. We were patient on it. Played out big in the second half, a couple big runs, third and 19 conversion, and then being able to run the ball in the end zone there late when they're dropping eight and, and rolling coverage and doubling as many guys as they can, the ability to pop a run or two there late when we had to have it was was critical to us winning the game. So um, I, I told everybody all week that they're a much better team than 0-5. I still believe that they have uh, they have gotten better and that they're going to win some games. They were very close with us, and they've been close every week. Um, they're playing hard till the end, and they're built. Uh, physically getting, you know, they're getting better. Way better team than I looked at a couple of years ago, having played them uh, in, back in um, uh, two seasons ago. They look completely different physically. So um, I'm just glad we found a way to get a win and, and didn't play our best ball. Clearly have to figure out some things on field goal. We, we got to be able to get chip shots in. And right now it's either protection or or bad technique on the kick. Both of them are, are, are a problem and it's something we got to get fixed this week. Don't have a lot of time to do so with with Colorado State coming in on a Friday night. Huge game for us. Uh, they're they're built big as well. Going to play with as many many big bodies and tight ends as they possibly can and extend gaps and play physical football. Our defense is going to have another huge challenge offensively. Uh, just the same because they're not giving up many points. So it is um, you know it, it's turn the page very quickly and learn from mistakes and find a way to regroup and play better ball. Uh, still have not played our best or most complete game. We need it to be Friday night to uh, to find a way to get a win. What questions do you have? Coach Anderson, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. Uh, just a two-part question here. Uh, Cole Motes uh, was a high school tight end, a defensive end, came in and uh, did a good job uh, in his first career start on Saturday. How would you assess uh, – his performance and uh, is uh, Jacob South going to be okay health wise and moving forward? Uh, we'll get Jacob back at some point. I hope that's this week. He's day to day at this point. Um, you know, just um, typical wear and tear uh, of the season. So I'd like to think he'll be ready by Friday, but it's a short week and he might not. I was uh, super super proud of of how Cole went in and played. I think that's those are his first collegiate snaps at at offensive tackle and pretty pretty tough circumstances. He made some mistakes along the way, but he he also he held, handled himself really, really well. 
held his own uh, with the exception of just a few plays. So super proud and I think you'll gain a lot of confidence from that and, and may very well have to do the same thing again this week. Coach Al Lewis uh, from KDNU. I've never asked you, your background is offense. Do you spend most of the week with the offensive guys in planning this? How do you, how do you handle that as head coach? You know, I, I kind of bounce around. My background is offense. Uh, but the good thing about that is it allows me to spend maybe less time uh, and have shorter conversations with the offense because we're on the same page. So we can we can talk uh, at the water cooler and get a lot done in, in five minutes where if it's a defensive conversation, it, it takes me a little bit longer to make sure I'm on the same page with those guys. Try to put my um, – you know, try to put my two cents in and in, in, in all three phases. Uh, I run the punt return, punt block team, uh, on, you know, from ground up just to take that off of Nick and, and also give inputs on all the other three phases. And then we'll watch some tape and answer questions for the defense, probably from an offensive perspective more than anything, but I think it does help give them a perspective of, of how or where we might be vulnerable. Uh, but um, I, I try to trust my coaches and, and let them do their jobs and, and help where I can, if that makes sense. And you just touched on special teams. You're worried, of, obviously, about your field goal. But, hey, Colorado State, great field goal kicker. They've been really good on returns. It, feel, it looks like special teams are really big in this game this week. Yeah, they were this week. I mean, if you look, I felt like we we dominated special teams in this particular game, and, and as bad as we – made mistakes in other areas, it, it it was huge. I mean, with the exception of field goal kicking, the return game, um, both kickoff, uh, kickoff returns and punt returns, the ability to to help you know, ourselves with field position, you, you take the, the missed field goals out of the equation, and, and I would tell you that uh, across the board really had very few mistakes. Uh, you know, they do a good job. You can tell they're well coached. Uh, coach's background, always taking pride in special teams, and, and they've got an All-American uh, <clears throat> uh, punter, I believe, and kicker's done a great job. So, yeah, it, it'll be a huge factor. And, and I think anytime you take short week, it, it even heightens the uh, sense of uh, uh, awareness, I think, in that particular phase. Coach Ajay Salveson, uh Colorado State's running back, David Bailey, number five, is – Carried the ball for about 86 times for almost 330 yards. It seems for the past uh, four years they're very physical in the running game. When you see film on Colorado State's offense, do you still get that same sign, or do you feel like they're moving maybe towards the passing game? Oh no, they they want to run the ball. They they don't they don't hide it. You now they obviously will throw it when they need to and can set up some play actions, but it, it's going to be two, three, four, five. I, I don't know how many old linemen and tight ends all jammed in there together with a quarterback under center and a big running back coming downhill, NFL caliber tight end. They, they don't make any bones about it. Wings and and double tights and triple tights. It's it's a unique look. Uh and and they I think they they went into it knowing exactly they wanted to look different than everybody else. They've built the bodies to do that. And it is a um it's not triple option, but it has a a Air Force triple option kind of feel to it because, you know, we see so much spread ball. It, it's just – it's the exact opposite of that. It's everybody in a confined space, downhill, you know, blue-collar football. And so it'll be it'll be a unique challenge. And in, in all across the front, they have size, even in the backfield. 
course, the other big thing in the game that I can see is they really have had a lot of sacks, a lot of pressure on the quarterback. So they must do they rush just four? Are they blitzing all the time? Or what do you see there? You know, they typically like to play just bringing four and their edge rushers are good enough to get away with it. Some simulated pressure where they're bringing one. Uh, don't sell out and bring, you know, six or seven a lot because they're honestly good enough to get there without it. And I think they'd rather protect their back, back end a little bit and keep another guy in coverage because their two edge rushers are are really, really good and going to be a challenge for us. Uh, you, you, you know, we mentioned earlier, Cole Moltz getting his first start. He was not a liability in that area, but he's going to be challenged if he's playing this week. South comes back. He's going to have to be back at full tilt because they, they do a great job of getting pressure off the edges. Coach Anderson, they have a, a unique talent in tight end in, in Trey McBride. Uh, you don't see very many tight ends catch as many passes as him. Uh, um, break down his game. Why Why? Why is he a special player? And he, he has been for a long time, too. Yeah, no doubt. He didn't just turn into that overnight. It, this has been a career for him. Uh, and, and obviously, they, they target him a lot and try to get him to it. He's got great hands. He's that, he's that guy that truly can, can block and be physical, but also – uh, get out in space. He's a complete player. He'll play at the next level, no doubt, in my mind. Uh, they do a great job also with all the different sets and and adjustments they put you in and gaps that you have to feel, uh, putting in p- position where he's matched up really, really well. Uh, I think he's got 70-plus-some-odd targets, and, uh, and, and nobody else you know, really on the team is even close. And So they know they got a guy that can do it, and, and he just keeps stepping up and making plays. But to me – the ability to run, the ability to block when he needs to, uh, really soft hand for a big guy, and and I think he uses his frame really well in competitive situations and and maximizes his uh, catch radius. It's tough to get to the ball with him. Is the uh, quarterback Sensei Eo? It looks like he's really been improving from where they even started started the season. So now it looks like he's a lot more efficient, and they're getting more out of their passing game. I think than they were getting earlier too. Yeah, yeah, that they they look completely different than they did week one or two. I think they had a lot of a lot of growing pains, and they're playing way more efficient ball. Obviously, being able to run the ball effectively that that takes a lot of pressure off of things, and uh, I think they do things that uh, that fit their personnel really, really well. Put you in conflict, make you make you load gaps and load the box, and then and then next thing you know, guys are out running in space and crossing the field. Uh, so I think the efficiency of their pass game has gotten better and better as the run game has gotten more and more difficult to defend. And you, we just talked about how big of a matchup problem some of their guys can be, especially the tight end. I think it all goes together really, really well. Coach Anderson, why? I mean, they, they really did struggle defensively in that first game, both against the run and against the pass, but they've, they've certainly gotten it together defensively. What have you seen from them that's allowed them to get on track defensively? I think one, I, I don't think people really give enough credit for how good South Dakota State is, number one. We saw that with North Dakota. Those that, that league is is really well built and they all they are well coached, just came out of a season where they're playing at a high level. Uh, you know, I think some of that was first game and and just some things that maybe they weren't ready for, but uh, they have not made any drastic changes. They've just gotten better at what they're doing, maybe simplified even more than anything. Uh just kind of got down to Simple style of defense, letting guys be athletes, and, and some of their guys have stepped up, and they're gaining confidence on a weekly basis. You saw that when they took Iowa down to the stretch. I mean, that's a good football team, and and they gave them everything they wanted. So we'll uh, – I don't think it's anything miraculous. Just just kind of playing themselves into shape and, and um, 
I think everybody kind of goes through that a little bit. Coach, uh, Devin uh, Tompkins was your offensive player of the week. What have you seen of him on the field? He's 5'8", but he high points a ball so darn well. Uh, He's so aggressive getting there. What have you seen of him as a coach of Devin on the field? He does play a lot bigger than his frame. Uh, I've had guys in the past that are similar to that. They just, they understand uh, how to elevate. They understand how to compete for the ball with bodies around them. He's, He's got that. It just comes naturally to him. You know, I tell everybody, you see the, you know, the size of him, you see the quickness and the speed. But to me, when arguably your best player is your hardest worker, I mean, it shows up. It just does. Makes everybody else around him better. It gives everybody a tremendous amount of confidence in him. It raises the level of our, our team. Uh, and that's, that's what he brings to the table. He is, without a doubt, the hardest worker on a daily basis and uh, leads by, by setting a standard of, of excellence. And then it carries over to the field. He's really smart. We're able to move him around all over the place, make it hard to know exactly where he's going to be. And that allows us to free him up, uh, you know, at times where if we put him in one spot and kept him stationary, be real easy to double him and, and bracket him. But uh, he is super smart and studies the game and has a, a, a capacity for a lot of different things that allows us to be really creative with him. Was he your best recruit you got? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. Stats would say so. Uh, they've all played uh, played uh, big factors, but yeah, stats would tell you that he was a pretty good one to keep at home. And you meant he he gets the honors. We see guys do things in the game, but who else maybe that we didn't look at from the game against UNLV is getting better? Or who else really played well? Well, I, I just look defensively. You know, Nick Henniger is his effort level, his work ethic is is right there with Devin. Uh, when he shows up every day and just sets a tempo. Uh, Byron had a big game. You know, he didn't get a lot of sacks, but he he created a couple of holding calls. He forced the pocket, made the quarterback move, finally healthy and starting to run and play at the level that obviously uh, we need him to play. Those are going to be huge snaps down the stretch. Um, and, and I felt like, you know, obviously Shaq being defensive player of the week, I mean, he's – He'll tell you he struggled. He struggled. He struggled to be healthy, um, played in a knee brace for several weeks, not real, real comfortable. I think he struggled to, to, to trust exactly what he's being asked to do on defense. Sometimes a lot of experience can be one of your biggest weaknesses, and that may sound crazy, but you tend to think, well, I'll just do it the way I did it before. I'll just, I'll just, I've done this before. And I think he's really focused at buying in in trying to be way more detailed and really focused on exactly what coach is asking him to do. And he played his best game by far and, and clearly deserved to be the defense player of the week, but not so much of the, the turnovers that, that were created as much as his energy and his focus level and really just detailed playing a much more sound football game for us. And that makes us better on defense. Hey, Coach, i got to ask uh, if you want to give one more plea for the uh, – I, I shouldn't say plea, but uh, – and ask for the uh, student body, the USU Herd, to show up for a big game on Friday night and uh, along with the crowd here in Logan. Oh, absolutely, man. We, we absolutely need a packed house, electric. This is, uh, this is a team that hasn't lost a conference game yet in our division, going to come in, and we need all hands on deck. Uh, hopefully we can pay them off by finding, finding a way to get a win. We're here at home. We've, we've obviously figured out how to win on the road. We've got to uh, we got to figure out how to beat a good opponent here at home, and we feed off the crowd. So I'm hoping that uh, that the valley and the student section come out in big numbers, uh, just like they've done the last couple of weeks. 
we uh, we need them bad. We need them bad. So hopefully they'll step up in big numbers. Is it crazy that we're over halfway through the season already? Is it gone as quick for you as it has for us? It it goes in a blur. It really does. We talked about it last week, just to kind of put it in perspective. Uh, you know, we started the season. Uh, you know, really, we started season back in June when we put over probably 140 days in, and we're we're down to only about 40 days left. It, it goes by quick. And now that it's game, 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 game without a lot, you know, without really any breaks, uh, it, it goes, it speeds up even more. So we got to stay healthy and we got to keep improving and, and find if we can go out and kind of get out of our own way and play good ball. Another quick thing. What about Al Elion Noah and what he's added to the team in his spot? I mean, it seems like he's kind of behind two other guys, but now all of a sudden when he gets in, he plays great. Yeah, you know, he's been just consistently uh, solid quietly solid um and, and his his role gets a little bit bigger each week he doesn't have that gear that that he's going to outrun a lot of guys but he's very patient uh he's physical and, and you saw some physical runs uh i think he sees the hole has good vision and, and you're starting to see little by little just some confidence growing him and we, we talked how long is going to be kind of running back by committee and until some guys really really stood out and every time you go out and you have a good outing it, it it gives us more and more confidence to uh, to give him another opportunity. So you're likely to see him more and more as the game as the season goes on. All right, we've got uh, senior wide receiver Devin Tompkins. Obviously, Devin was the Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week this week uh, with his career high twelve catches, two touchdowns, 180 yards. So you guys go ahead and ask Devin questions. Devin Al Lewis from TV and you. What what about winning the conference player of the week? What does that mean to you? And how do you share it with everybody? Um, you know, it feels good, but uh, like, you know, if it wasn't for everybody else after the other 10 players, you know, I wouldn't be able to win that award. So I'm really thankful for my teammates, you know, for helping me achieve that. Devin Ajay Salveson, your ability, despite the body frame, to be able to high point a ball, be able to go after a ball, be aggressive. Uh, how much of that is technique and how much of that is just confidence that you can catch any ball that's thrown at you? And, you know, it just it just comes from doing it over such a long time for um, I, like to me, that's nothing new. Like that's, that's all I used to do in high school, especially my senior year, you know, was just run a go route and throw the ball up. And, you know, I, I would always come down with it. So, um, you know, I just know how to high point the ball in the air. And I know, you know, with my, uh, you know, the abilities that God gives me with, you know, it gives me a, 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 a better ability to make those plays. You no, know, we've asked you before, Devin, but could you expand? I just said to the coach, maybe you might have been the best recruit he made when he got here at Utah State because you decided to kind of go on the transfer portal. How close were you to even leaving or did it ever come that far or once you talked to the coach, you decided to stay? What, what, what went on? You know, even like, like when I first entered the transfer portal, you know, it was just based off all the things that were happening at the time, you know, with having Coach Anderson fired and, uh, you know, Jason Shelley getting kicked off the team. It was just a lot that was going on. And, um, you know, I was missing my children as well. So, um, you know, I, I really wanted a fresh start, you know. And whenever Coach Anderson came to uh, Utah State, he, uh, you know, like the things that he was telling me, you know, he was going to make happen, especially with having such a diverse, uh, you know, coaching staff and things of that nature. Um, it really, it really, you know, sparked my interest a lot. And, you know, Utah State was home for me. You know, this is where I started at. And this is the one place that gave me a chance, you know, that out of high school. So I'm forever grateful for this place. And I wanted to be able to, you know, just allow my great, you know, allow myself to dis display my greatness here at this school. So um, it, it didn't even feel right entering the portal at first. That's why, you know, when Coach Anderson came here and he decided and he told me everything, I, I knew that this was exactly where I wanted to be. And I wanted to finish it here for sure. Then your other story about your 
your, you mentioned your kids and your children. That, that's a big deal you can tell to you. And talk about how you manage that and how your dad and a player and keep track of things like that. Um, really just, uh, and, you know, the more, the longer that I've been doing this now, you know, I've been doing it for a couple of years. So it's starting to be just, you know, second nature, but, um, it's really, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, whatever's really important to you, you'll find a way to do it. You know, whether it's being able to manage time, you know, also having great people around you, you know, also like I've, I've met some really great people who helped me a lot on this journey, you know, as well as, and that's, that has taught me how to be a really great man. So, um, I'm just really thankful for for all those things, you know. What are your kids' names and how old are they? Uh, my daughter, Naomi, she's uh, three years older than my son. He, his name is Messiah. He's two years old. Devin, the uh, – uh, sorry, Doug. Uh, Devin, the, with the offense, I know it seems to be kind of a struggle to get going, and then finally in the second half it's turned into a, an offensive clinic for you guys. What do you need to do in the first half to maybe get a better spark, to gain some momentum so you're not starting off slow or falling behind in the fourth quarter having to make a rally? Um, we just got we to really get better at starting fast. You know, that's the biggest thing for us is we just got to be able to start fast. And I don't, I, you know, I don't necessarily understand. What, I don't know what the problem is, you know. I mean, we practice great every single day. So it's just something that, you know, we always got to work on every single day and hopefully get better on as the season goes on. Thanks, Evan. Devin, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. How much is uh, bringing in a guy like Brandon Boeing and the development of guys like uh, Justin McGriff and Derek Wright, how much does that open things up for you in the receiving game? Um, it, it's a lot. You know, you can't just, like, at the end of the day, you can't just key on me because there's so many other weapons on the field, you know, and they've all they've all been great players, you know, ever since they started playing. So, but having Brandon here for sure in the slot, he um, he's definitely a, a help a lot, you know, and then having Justin outside and also Derek Wright, Savon Scarver and, you know, Jordan Nathan, everybody seems to, you know, be able to make a play and contribute. So it, may, it makes my job a lot easier at the end of the day. Sure, you're not that much into Colorado State yet because of the short week and coming back and all, but they may be the best defense you've faced up until now, the way they're playing right now. And then can you remember the, the game over there the last time? You played Colorado State, and then, you know, you won the game here in Logan the last time you played, but the one over there was one that kind of stands out, how you guys pulled that out late and then looked like you'd lost and still won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, that definitely that um, that game my freshman year, that was uh, – that, that game really was a big reality check for me, you know, especially like that was my first game I was able to start a punt return because uh, Jordan Nathan was um, hurt at the time. And I ended up – I ended up muffing the punt, you know, with in the fourth quarter with – probably like a minute left on the clock. And I just remember, or no, it was like two minutes left in the game, yeah. And I remember like, I just, I, whenever the ball went through my hands and then they recovered it, I just, I was like, I lost us the game, you know? And it was just, it, it that hurt me a lot, you know, like, but it was like the team, the the environment of the team or the, uh, the energy of the team, you know, everybody started, you know, patting me up. They were trying to bring me up, you know, and like, they weren't like, oh, like, you know, you made a freshman mistake or anything like that. It was like, you're good, man. Like, it's all good. And then at the time, Coach Bonai was here, and he put me back in at receiver, you know, and I ended up catching a pass. So that helped me out, too. That helped build my confidence back after I did that. And, you know, we ended up winning the game. So that was that was definitely a, a big learning lesson for me in my college career. Have you even looked at Colorado State yet? Do you know anything about their defense yet, or will that be all today and tomorrow? Uh, that'll be yeah. That'll be all this week. You know, I'm just really taking it. You know, week by week. That's really it. All right. Now we've got senior safety Shaq Bond. Shaq was the Mountain West Defensive Player of the Week this week. Uh, go ahead and ask Shaq questions. 
I just asked Devin Shaq Al Lewis from KBNU is I'll ask you the same thing. Is there some satisfaction with the way things have gone to be a player of the week in the conference and do what you did against UNLV? Yeah, it's definitely a satisfaction. Uh um I've been down the last couple of weeks, so to have a nice game like this, a uh, big turnout with a W, it felt good. It felt good to be back. Shaq, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. Uh, you guys just really gained some positive momentum defensively there, the late third quarter and the entire uh, fourth quarter against UNLV. Uh, how, how valuable was that for uh, for you guys uh, to, to get that kind of momentum defensively uh, heading into uh, this big homecoming game? Uh, it's, it's big for the momentum, especially in the Mountain West. Um, you know, during the game, coaches told us to stay and keep our heads, you know, keep with, uh, stay with the technique, trust ourselves, and that's what we did. Um, you know, we started getting a couple stops back-to-back, a couple third-down conversions, uh, a couple turnovers. So it was big throughout the game. Shaq, uh, Ajay Salveson here. Coach kind of alluded to maybe some of the struggles you might have had. He didn't go into details. I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit. What were the struggles for you? Was it more physical with the knee brace, emotional, mental? What were those things that you were going through as you before you had this breakout game against UNLV? Uh, it was really just getting back uh, to close to about 100%. I've been about 80% the last couple of weeks, especially with the um, knee brace, the tape, and everything. So, I've been taking it day by day, and uh, I finally was able to get the knee brace off this week, and, uh, you know, a lot of confidence came back with that, you know. So it it was good to just have fun and uh, be back out there with my boys. Seems like, Shaq, every week we're talking to the defensive guy about play in and play out. The defense isn't playing too bad, and but there's the standout long runs you guys have given up on defense. In this game, do you think it was more of just Williams individually and you've done better at that? Or what do you think about not giving up any more big runs? No, nah, it was a uh, Williams is a great running back. So uh, we get credit to him regardless of uh, what the scheme or the plan was. But over the past couple of weeks, you know, we gave up a couple of big plays in the beginning that, you know, get things kicked off. And uh, we kind of start slow and we build into it, and that's why we always get stops towards the end where it looked like we just back-to-back stops. Uh, our legs are just fresh because of Coach Jackson. So other than that, it, you know, Williams, he did his job, and uh, towards the end of the game, we just did better with our technique and trusting ourselves. Shaq, so sorry, go, go ahead, Al. We still got a long ways to go defensively, though, to play all the plays and not give up those big plays. Would you, have, would you say that? Yeah, we definitely, for us to be playing as good as we is, the plays we do give up and the things we have to get better at, we got a long way to go. And it's, it's, it can only go up from here because the, the way we play now is just going to get better. Shaq, another physical running team coming in. You've played Colorado State before. You know how physical they like to be at, at the front, especially in the running game. Uh, do you – Guys, feel like that this year with the physicality you have on the defense side of the ball, you can play with it. Yeah, of course. Uh, we're not really worried about just people running the ball on us. You know, we give up a couple big plays, but then we're not, you know, throughout the week. Oh, we need to make sure we do this or do that. You know, we just take it day by day. Trust our technique. We don't do nothing differently each week. We tackle, tackle, tackle every day as usual. So it's just a matter of translating it to the game and not getting a slow start. Shaq, uh, you're you're facing a, a pretty rare tight end talent this week in Trey McBride. Uh, um, how much are you looking forward to uh, to that matchup and uh, doing what you guys can to uh, limit his effectiveness? Uh, we we gonna you know game plan accordingly like we do each week. We don't really worry about one person. We stick to our schemes. 
Um, and as an individual one-on-one with any of the DBs, you know, throughout my career, I've been here. I didn't face, you know, Dax, Raymond, uh, Carson, Terrell, um, a lot of folks that came through here and, and them talents have been off the charts. So just being here since sophomore year, going against them, I'm really prepared for any type of tight end, especially after Dax. For a team leader, Jack, in some ways, I know guys look up to you. Um, it's a homecoming game. You didn't win your last two home games. You had big crowds. What do you got to do this Friday night to change that? Obviously, you you put yourselves in a spot now. You just you just take one game at a time, keep winning. You're in your place where you want to be. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's a big week, homecoming week. Only thing we're going to do differently is, you know, practice harder, I guess. You know, we've been doing a great job of staying with ourselves, you know, not getting too high, not getting too low. So we're going to stay with our scheme and trust everything going to go the way we want it to go. We're going to have some some downs in the game, but, you know, just sticking with the scheme throughout the game and we're going to come out with the W.